The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie, and welcome to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad you're with us today. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and let's spend the next hour together talking about wellness. Today, our special guest is a friend of mine. Uh, she lives in Norwich, Connecticut. Her name is Jeannie Zuzel, and she has a private lifestyle medicine practice. She's an RN and holds a master's degree in integrative medicine and board certification in health and wellness counseling. Her passion and additional postgraduate education is in expressive art therapy. Jeannie combines her nursing experience with practical application of holistic concepts to offer clients and students the opportunity for ultimate personal growth, learning, and healing. She enhances her practice by offering seminars in healing touch, expressive art, holistic health, wellness, and stress management. Hi, Jeannie. Hey, Bonnie. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. It's, um, I don't know how you have any time for anything else with all that you do. <laughs> well, you know, you have to find time. Yes, that's true. Uh, what would you like to talk to our listeners about today, Jeannie? Well, today I would like to talk about the use of energy medicine in treating and assisting with um, spectrum disorders and, uh, and other kinds of um, emotional disorders. Can... Can you define spectrum disorders for us? Yeah. A spectrum disorder is a terminology that's used for anyone that may have um, signs or symptoms or functions along the autism spectrum. It may include Asperger's syndrome. It may include something that's called a development disorder, Rett syndrome, or another childhood uh, disintegrative disorder. These are disorders that, you know, they define it as a spectrum of uh, disorders, but it's really from the very mildly um, uh, functions on to where the, the person is affected very much by some of the issues that are happening for them. And I'd like to talk about spectrum disorders today because I do believe that there's a huge energy component to assisting people in um, having better uh, quality of life living with these disorders. 
Oh, that that is so needed, Jeannie. I'm glad that you can help us. So uh, there is hope, right? Well, I think that we have to remember that um, integrative medicine is just that. It's an integrative medicine, that the techniques and things that we use in energy therapy um, are to work with standard medical care. It's not in place of standard medical care, but there are many things that we can do as energy practitioners and energy therapists that can calm the body, calm the mind, increase our focus, help us to be able to uh, uh, learn some um, uh, ways to uh, be more uh, functional in terms of our memory. Uh, We also can learn some more self-management skills and increase our social interaction really through the use of regular energy therapy. So that was really what I wanted to speak with you about today. Great. Good. I could use a little bit of that memory business. Can't we all? (laughs) This is like, where are my car keys? (laughs) (laughs) My husband this morning said the same thing to me. In fact, he said, you know, I don't think I have Alzheimer's, but I can't remember anything. I said, well, I just think it's the stress level, which actually, you know, is a a nice segue to one of the issues that happens with people with um, disorders from, you know, small, slight memory disorders on through into the autism spectrum is that, you know, we do have... Um, problems with memory. We have problems with uh, speech. Uh, sometimes children with autism, you know, have difficulty with learning skills. Um, they may have behaviors uh, that are, are jeopardizing their health and safety. So I think that it's really important that we take a look at the each person as an individual and along with the medical team have an energetic uh, assessment as well. Is... Um Alzheimer's on the spectrum? No, Alzheimer's is something totally different, but I do actually, um, you know, not to get off topic, but I do actually see many clients that have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and the use of regular energy therapy has been very helpful for them in increasing their focus and calming them down. Uh, high stress levels in Alzheimer's seems to be one of those things that help, that is... Uh, uh, leading to more and more forgetfulness. So if you can calm things down and keep things balanced, it seems that they do much better. And I have worked with uh, many, many people with Alzheimer's uh, diagnoses, and they've done very well for quite a long time. Good. So is your is your study measured, or is well, it a- anecdotal, or tell us about that? Well, um, I'm actually in the, at the very beginnings of in, enrolling candidates for a study um, on the use of energy therapy and uh, autism. Um, it doesn't have an, it doesn't have an Alzheimer's factor. Um, at this point, I have uh, just begun gathering people to be part of that study. I'm looking at different types of funding to see if we can expand the study once the initial uh, clinical uh, trial takes place. Initially, we're going to be having a very small group of people that we're looking at. We're going to be looking at 10 individuals um, to have six sessions each. And the one thing that we're going to be measuring is we're going to be measuring um, stress and anxiety, and we're going to be measuring verbal capabilities. Um, some of the clients that we see with, all, with uh, Asperger's and with autism disorders have difficulty with verbal communication. So we're going to be looking at children um, into adulthood 
that have had issues with verbal communication and to see if a series of energy sessions in this particular technique that we're going to be trying um, will help them to, in fact, improve their verbal skills. Uh, this study came about because we... I've developed some techniques to use that are energy-based techniques, and as I was teaching this series of techniques to a couple of my Healing Touch students, one of them had a granddaughter who was autistic and had not spoken yet. She was four years old. So she went home and she proceeded to treat this little girl, and within 24 hours of treating this child with the techniques that we were working with, this little girl began to speak. Now, again, it's... It may be anecdotal, in, but this, when it's anecdotal and it's repeated again and again and again, it looks like it's time for a study. So we've actually repeated this result with several different people, also had had some great um, res- results in terms of um, calming behavior and in terms of uh, reducing the amount of rage that happens with some children with these disorders in several other children. So, uh, again, once you start to see things, in your practice, which is where all of this has been taking place, once I've started to see things and my students who have been teaching are starting to see things, it looks like it's time to really look at it from a very scientific, clinical um, aspect. You know, the world has a lot of things out there, but people don't seem to want to listen unless it's scientifically proven. So the time has come now after many, many years, and I've been doing this for 12 years now, and I would say in the last eight years is when I've been noticing differences in some of my clients' lives who have had been suffering from um, diseases along the autism spectrum. And I I hesitate to use the word suffering because, you know, many of these people are not suffering. It's just they they have difficulties that are different than what you and I may have. And so if we can do whatever we can to improve those, uh, the quality of their existence and the the concepts that they can understand and some of their uh, ritualistic and aggressive behavior, um, you know, reducing the self-injury and reducing uh, things that are challenging for them, then I think that it's worth it. So now is the time to think about launching the study. And, you know, so I'm going to begin very, very slowly, as I said. I'm looking at different types of funding um, for a larger study once we finish the, the initial uh, trial to see what happens. I'm very excited about it. It's, uh, it's been a, uh, since 2001 when I first started to work with this aspect of the energy system called the HARA, which is the core, the mainframe of the energy system. And since then, since 2001, um, at working in this particular, these particular techniques, I have noticed such a change. So I'm uh, jumping off the cliff, as I say, and into this very unknown space and say, okay, let's try it and see what happens. The most wonderful thing about energy therapy is that it's never going to hurt anyone. You know, there's no side effects. There's nothing to look for in terms of um, adverse reactions. So, you know, if all we end up doing is causing some relaxation and better sleep, then, hey, that's even a good thing. But my hope is that we can really start to learn how to make a difference for some of these folks that have um, this spectrum disorder. Yes. Uh, Jeannie, you said that the people that have the disorder don't suffer, but the people around them might suffer. Yeah, I mean, I think that we all have our own concept of what suffering is. And so I, I would hate to put out there, you know, um, to, the, to America that anyone that has an autism disorder is, is suffering. That's really not my judgment to make. So, you know, I think that what happens is we, you know, there are certain 
there are certain measurements of normal, and you know we as a society have um, measured normal in one way. And when you have a child that's on the autism spectrum, you sometimes have to measure normal in a very different way. And so, without being judgmental about it, you know, looking at how you can help them in the best way possible, and also for those folks around them that are wishing that things were different, um, I think that there could be a, a, a deal, great deal of anxiety and you know, fear and suffering, as you may put it, in that. But I think we just have to be more aware of that. You know, one in sixty-eight children in this country, or one in sixty-eight children in the U.S., are diagnosed with some type of spectrum disorder, and you know, even though it appears to be on the rise, you know, we don't know, you know, how or why this is happening. Um, so I think that we have to be really careful about how we label things. Good idea. Uh, before we go to a quick break, can you um, break down the spectrum disorder? Tell us what it goes from beginning to end. Well, it's interesting because up until May of 2013, there were five official spectrum diagnoses. And what's happened now is instead of there being five diagnoses, now they're just calling it autism spectrum disorder. And they go from um, severe autism to mild autism or high-functioning autism. You know, they've now taken um, all those five diagnoses, which included Asperger's, pervasive development disorder, autistic disorder, rate syndrome, childhood disintegrated disorder, and um, and they've just lumped it into one big lump now to be called autism spectrum disorder. So, you know, it's a single diagnosis. So I think that, you know, people sometimes can, you know, if, if if they feel that their child is having difficulty talking or difficulty interacting or, you know, is got some um, severe anxiety or some anxiety reactions or some explosive reactions, then obviously they're going to want to get them screened. You know, there is a screening process that takes place for that. Um, and, and I don't really get much into that. What I'm really looking at is those children who have already been diagnosed and there are some specific things that are going wrong for them, you know, and and that's what I think that um, my study really wants to look at. Great. Let's go to a quick break, and this is so interesting. Let's go to a quick break, uh, Jeannie, and then we'll come right back. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie with Transformational my goodness, maybe I've got something, Jeannie. Transformational healing. And today we have as our guest Jeannie Zuzel from Connecticut. So welcome back, Jeannie. Thank you. Oh, in a from a healing touch perspective, do you use a specific chakra to do your work or how do you where do you start your work? Well, I think that uh, from a perspective in terms of energy, what happens is you need to look at what the symptom or the issue is that's happening for the client. So, you know, in autism and in spectrum disorders, you get a lot of different kinds of things. And sometimes what you get are behaviorally based things or you get some physical things. Um, For the physical things, like for instance, you know, I have a client who has some GI issues and oftentimes uh, people with autism have difficulty with digestion. So in that case, I would, you know, probably take a look at the chakras in the middle of the body as well as I would look at, you know, is there congestion in their field? What's going on that's making things kind of clogged up? And use, you know, very simple techniques, um, you know, that might begin with the simple chakra connection and teaching the parents to do a chakra connection, teaching the child or the young adult to do a chakra connection, keeping those energy centers balanced and open. Um, many of the issues with, um, with autism and the people that have more severe issues, part of the issue for them is along the horror line. And the horror line, which is the mainframe of our uh, energy system, is really responsible for helping the chakras to spin appropriately, for the field to be developed appropriately. And oftentimes in people with autism or along the autism spectrum, there are differences in the vibration. So, you know, we've developed some techniques to work with the Hara that are not necessarily healing touch techniques but do complement the healing touch. You know, the other the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that although it's not on the autism spectrum, one of the things that we've been looking at over the course of the past 10 years is also working with people with what has been diagnosed as OCD or obsessive-compulsive disorders. And energy therapy has been extremely helpful um, in these clients in my practice, um, you know, and I, I think that that's also something that is out there in, in a huge way, and many people are taking a lot of medications and doing lots of different things that they can do for obsessive-compulsive disorders as well. And so, you know, I think that energy therapy, I know that energy therapy has had a big impact on helping um, these clients as well. So OCD, uh, how does that manifest, Jeannie? Well, OCD is when, you know, you have obsessive thoughts and then compulsive behaviors. So as an example, I had a client once who needed to wash her hands, and she needed to wash her hands a lot. 
Um, you know, so she washed her, she must have washed her hands 40 or 50 times a day and, um, you know, or more. And so what happened for her is she would, wanted to um, have a baby and the medication for her obsessive compulsive disorder, which, which was washing her hands, counting to certain numbers before she washed her hands, things like that. She, was una- she had medication that she was taking and was unable to be pregnant and take the medication at the same time. So she came, started working with me. We did things like chakra connection, chelation, mind clearing, um, a lot of different healing touch techniques, and we were able to, to keep, teach this woman techniques that she could do for herself because that's really the um, goal of most of my practices is self-care and, and um, you know, self-effectiveness. Um, so we were able to teach this lady things that she could do for herself so that she could control her obsessive-compulsive disorder without her medication for the time she needed to be pregnant. And it worked very, very well. And then once she was finished with her breastfeeding, she was able to go back on medication, but the medication was much less than what she needed previously because she had learned to do certain things for herself. So, again, is this science? Is this anecdotal? It doesn't matter to me. It worked for my patient, and that was the most important thing. But because I've had a series of these kinds of things happening, you know, I really feel like it's time to get out there and figure out how can we make this part of mainstream medicine and part of the clinical practice when we're treating the autism spectrum or we're treating OCD or we're treating other, you know, psychomental disorders that range, you know, in a, in a, a huge range and have links of their condition to help people in, you know, the most, um, you know, helpful way. Right. Right. So you deal with the horror line? I deal with the horror line. We work a lot with the horror line and the connection of the chakras to the horror. You know, sometimes as if, if the vibration... I kind of... Uh, I can explain it this way. The horror line is kind of like the mainframe of your electrical current in your town. If your mainframe goes down, you can put the switch on in your house as many times as you want and you're not going to get any lights. Correct? Right. So the horror line is like that mainframe. It really, having that functional and strong and having it working is really necessary to let the other parts of the energy system, the chakras, the meridians, the energy field, all work together harmoniously. If the horror line is not working efficiently, then the chakras can't work efficiently, the field can't work efficiently, the meridians cannot work efficiently. You know, you sometimes can get, for instance, if you have a tree that goes down on an electrical line in your town, the rest of the town isn't out, but that one area where the damage is, that, that's out, correct? Same thing happens with the horror line. You know, you might have a, a, a crack or a split or a swerve in the way the horror line is lined up in the body, which should be straight, and oftentimes with trauma and lots of different kinds of trauma, not just these disorders that we're talking about today, but any kind of trauma can shift the horror line. And when that shift happens, sometimes it can shift back, and sometimes it kind of gets stuck. You know, I think I would ask my energy therapy friends, and even the general public, how many times have you heard a friend or someone say to you, I feel stuck? And so just because they're, they're expressing that for you. We speak energetically all the time. So if a client comes in and says to me, I feel stuck, I'm going to look at those chakras and I'm going to look at the hara and is something stuck? So I think it's been, a, as I said, I've developed this since 2001. I've been working now with it for over 14 years, and um, it's finally, you know, in a place where I really feel like everyone needs to know how to do this. 
you know, everyone and, and my clients can do it as well, to realign the hara, make sure that things are working properly to get that energy system running. You know, when you fix the mainframe in your town, you get your lights back, right? Right. So that's so, really what this whole process is about. So you can you generally explain to our listeners how to realign that chakra? Well, you realign the hara. So what you do is you just, there's something very interestingly simple that you can do. You can visualize yourself in a line of energy or, or like a laser line of light that goes from your connection to your divine source, whatever that may be for you, down straight down the middle of your body into the core of the earth and just see the, the energy come up and down that line and see it as a straight line within the body. And just doing that can recorrect and can realign things, and that's just pretty simple. Right. I tell my clients, look at yourself as a stick figure in the middle of an egg. Make sure that the, the stick part, the straight part, is lined up straight and the egg is certainly around you in, this, in, the, in the equal shapes all the way around you and above and below. You know, and the clients can learn it. Children can learn it. We draw pictures for them and say, hey, visualize your, you know, pretend you look like this. And it works. Great. Great. Okay, listeners, th- let's str- make sure that our Hara line is, is aligned and working well. Uh, the Hara alignment, now, in some of my clients, it has been split or... Uh, scaly, uh, scaly. That's probably not a good word, but it's uh, like ruffled. Yeah, it's ruffled. It's um. So you just use your technique. To, what's the name of your technique? Uh, the the name of the technique is called um, the Hara, uh, healing from the core of the being. So there's it's 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 a several step technique, and one of the steps is to realign the Hara. The next step is to repair. So you do a hara line repair. And the third step is to repair the connection of the chakras to the hara at the nadir. And then the fourth step that we use is to be sure that the chakras themselves are functioning. And then we kind of brace it all in with some cross connections. And so there's five things that you do. It's, very, it's pretty simple. It's kind of difficult to explain on the radio. So you, you really need to have a visual in front of you. Um, but again, anyone can learn it. You know, anybody that's interested in energy therapy can learn it. And I know that that those of you that are energy therapists out there that are listening, many times you have your clients come to you and their chakras are still not holding, or you'll get elliptical chakras and they'll be okay for the first week and they come back and they're not holding and they're not holding and they're not holding. Most of the reason the chakras don't hold is because the hara is off. If you fix the hara, the chakras will hold. And I right. think that that's something that, you know, as I said, you know, I discovered it simply by accident, you know, in 2001, worked with it for several years. My clients have done very well. Um, last year, I actually published the manual um, regarding this technique in, a, in a, a booklet for the Library of Congress that's called the Hara, um, the core, Healing from the Core of Our Being. Um, it's, a, it's a really great uh, methodology, and I really have been called recently, as I said, because the original name of the technique was called Full Spectrum Energy Body Restructuring. Because of the word spectrum, I knew I, I was aware that this is helpful for those people with a spectrum disorder, which kind of brings us back to you know, where we had started today. Mm-hmm. Good. And where can they get, find your book? Uh, they can find their book, my book by contacting me 
and uh, you can give my contact information. Uh, I'm not sure how you want to do that, uh, but you can. they can do that. I don't have it out in the general public right now. Uh, we usually provide the manual along with classes. Uh, we teach a two-day-long seminar for practitioners and practitioner students and actually anyone that's been involved in any kind of energy therapy. Um, it's a two-day seminar, and we um, travel all over the world to teach this seminar. I have taught the seminar you know, locally in my area. I've taught it in Canada. Um, I was a guest at the Canadian National Conference last year and did a presentation on this, on this work. Um, we've taught in Brunswick, Canada. We've gone to Peru, and we've taught it there um, to 169 people in uh, one big room. It was amazing, <laughs> an amazing weekend. So, you know, we, we, and I say we because I do have um, an assistant instructor who works with me, and we will go to you, and that's the best thing that we can do. We know that in the economy that people can't really um, necessarily afford to travel to Connecticut, which is where many of our classes are. So if someone's interested in the work, they can just get in touch with me and we'll figure it out. And what is your telephone number or your contact information? Okay, so I have some contact information that I can give you. My telephone number at my office is 860-889-4690. My email is um, healingtouchct at yahoo.com. And my website is www dot new insights i n c i t e s dot com and those are three different ways that you can get in touch with me and if they really want to get in touch with me and they didn't write any of this down they can call you yeah yeah they can they surely can uh in new insights is that a capital n or lowercase no everything's lowercase everything's lowercase okay thank you all right to re- to Tell you again, Jeannie's contact information. It's telephone number 860-889-4690. And her website is www.newinsights, all one word, all lowercase, dot com. Or give me a call. I'll help you out too, whatever. Uh, And if, if they're very frustrated and they can't find us either way, just Google me. Aha. Okay, we can do that too. Because that'll come up as well. Okay, so, uh, Jeannie, let's go to another quick break. And our listeners, you got time to fill your coffee cup. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. 
Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi. Uh, Welcome back. I hope you got your coffee cup filled up because we're with Jeannie Zuzel today and she is talking to us about the autism spectrum and how Healing Touch or her technique, Healing from the Core, uh, will help that. Do we say heal that, Jeannie? Well, I think what I say is it's Healing from the Core of the Being is the, type of, is the title of the book. But the work that we do is really about facilitating the body to heal itself. So I don't really call it a healing. I call it that we are assisting with the process. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. Now, is this covered by insurance? Well, that's a really interesting topic because I think that, um, and, and the answer to that is yes and no. Uh, so I think that many of us who are nurses and who have advanced degrees have been able to advocate with insurance companies for our clients to be able to get some kind of reimbursement. Uh, the reimbursement is sparse, um, and it's very, very difficult oftentimes. So what I really think is important for your audience to know is if they have someone who they would like energy therapy to be part of their treatment plan, that they need to advocate for that. And most most insurance companies now will cover acupuncture, and acupuncture is a licensed um, therapy provided by licensed practitioners um, and certified practitioners that is an energy therapy. So if your insurance company covers acupuncture, then it ought to be covering energy therapy. And a certified human touch practitioner has got an international certification. So that should be plenty of information and knowledge for the insurance companies really to look at. And I think that's where our audience um, can really help themselves. Um, Now, as I said, it's yes, covered by insurance and sometimes not covered by insurance. We've been able to be covered by people's um, health, health savings accounts. If someone has a health savings account, um, the health savings account is money that they put aside for things that aren't covered by their insurance, but there's still some stipulations in that as well. And we've been able to be 100% covered by health savings accounts, so people have been able to use the money that they have put aside 
for the for additional kinds of things, copays, etc., to cover healing touch, to cover you know in energy medicine services um, at at least in our area. Um, we, there are a couple of uh, state agencies that have been very very helpful um, in terms of allowing. Uh, children that have spectrum disorders to see me, and then they have reimbursed me through that as well. But I think the key here, Bonnie, is advocacy. It's about our our clients and our practitioners knowing who to call and what to say and what to do and not giving it up. It's a very difficult, slippery slope dealing with insurance companies. <laughs> Amen. So what do they say? What if I sent a paper to my insurance company today or your insurance company, whoever, what do I say? So what you're going to do is the first thing you're going to do is not send a paper. The first thing you're going to do is find the telephone number on the back of the card. Uh-huh. And it says if you're a consumer, there's a number. If you're a provider, there's a number. So if, if you're calling for yourself, you call the consumer number. Right. And if you're calling for, for your client, you call the provider number. When you call the provider number, you may need a release that may have to be sent to the insurance company. But if you're call, as I said, um, you call the provider number. And you might get the runaround, but you just keep on trying. And when you finally get a human on the phone, because sometimes that's a little difficult, but when you finally get a human on the phone, the key words to use are things like, this energy therapy has allowed me to save money by... X, Y, and Z. For instance, I saw a client I was seeing for anxiety who was on medication for a sleeping issue, for back pain, for joint issues, for GI issues. She was taking five or six or seven different kinds of medications, and she saw me regularly, weekly for six weeks, and at the end of six weeks, her pain in her back was gone, her joint pain was gone, she was sleeping regularly, and her GI issues had resolved. So she called her insurance company and she said, look, with my doctor's permission, I've been able to stop taking all of these medications, which costs you $185 a month. I want you to pay $75 a session for two sessions a month for this practitioner. And, and she was what able to happened? So I think that you have to really look at sometimes that the, the cost factor because the insurance companies are all about that cost factor. What am I going to save by using this versus versus that? Good. Good good hints. Okay, it's, and it's, it's good tedious and it just it's just it's about um, you know, not giving it up. Just keeping keeping the name of energy therapy, keeping the idea of healing touch, of healing touch, of healing touch in their minds constantly. You know, and we really are. We we have our uh, national certification, and you know, it's it's good stuff. It absolutely is. The practitioners that are put out through Healing Touch Program, um, you know, are top notch practitioners, and these men and women do amazing care. and And so, what's happening is, it's a lot of it's under the radar. A lot of it is anecdotal, a lot of it is not, we're not doing long, drawn-out studies on every single thing we're treating, but I'm willing to bet that there's lots of people out there that have treated folks with spectrum disorders and had great results, and that's really what I want. I want to hear from them. Mm-hmm. I want to know, what are you treating? How's it working for you? You know, that, those are things that are really important. And how would, okay, so how would they... Get that down to what it where it's useful to you. 
useful information. Well, they can just call me. And I'll take anecdotal information. Okay, so Junior so anybody has, has it. Yeah, anybody has anecdotal information about anybody they've treated with obsessive compulsive disorder, any of the autism issues, any mental health issues, any of those things, and they've found that they, their particular uh, work with energy therapy has benefited their client. I absolutely would love to hear from them. Okay, uh, Jeannie, do you uh, now as ADHD on that spectrum? Abs- it's not on the spectrum, but that's one of the disorders that we treat. Okay, ADD, can you talk ADHD. a little bit about that? Well, ADD and ADHD, um, you know, attention deficit disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, is really a lot has a lot to do with um, the, the uh, root chakra, and has a lot to do with also with the um, the brain, and has a lot to do uh, obviously, and has to do with the brow and crown chakra as well. And so, my kids, I've I've treated children with ADD and adults with ADD and ADHD, and the most startling um, client I had was a three-year-old boy who um, his parents were going to have to admit him to the hospital because he wasn't sleeping due to the medication they had to have him on for the ADHD and ADD. And he came to me and I treated him and that night he slept and he continued to see me on a regular basis for probably about five months and he learned how to do a connection every day. His mother did a mind clearing or modified mind clearing on a regular basis. And this little boy was really able to decrease his medication and get himself into a regular kindergarten and all through school, he's now a teenager, so all through school he was able to use healing touch techniques to control the symptomatology that he was having from ADD and ADHD. Now this isn't true for everybody, but what I have found for the most part is that um, healing touch techniques really provide a calming, a focusing, and a, uh, a really great foundation for these kids to be able to stop for a moment and regather themselves. Wonderful. I like that. Listeners, that's, that's a wonderful thing to know and to do. And, you know, for people that have children that fall into this category, Take Find heart. an energy practitioner. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. So you know, they may um, take medication, and again, you know, I really want to stress that energy is not instead of your physician, but it should be part of that package. You know, let's do this and let's do this, so that we can offer your your child or your you know your loved one the best of both worlds. You know, it's it's integrated. It's let's work together. Wonderful. So. Jeannie, if you wanted to leave two things with our listeners today, what would they be? Well, I think the first thing that I would like to leave for our listeners today, which is most important, is, again, to continue to advocate for yourself, for your children, for your loved one, for your insurance, and for those people that are responsible for reimbursing for for, health care, the fact that, you know, energy therapy is health care and needs to be a in partnership with everything else that's going on. You know, we are moving into a world of wellness-based care, and energy therapy is critical to wellness-based care. So for people to really uh, continue to be after their insurance companies to 
pay for the things that they need. I think that's really important. And the second thing that I would like to um, leave with you is, first of all, to thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today, but also to let people know that if they have a loved one that has been diagnosed with autism, that there are things that can be done to help their lives to be of a quality and a quantity and of a, an existence that can be a normal that they can um, be happy with. You know, it's not always a horrible diagnosis, and sometimes with a little bit of modifications, uh, things can work out really well. Right. So there is hope, and it doesn't involve drugs. There's, there's always hope. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. All righty. Anything else you want to leave with our, our listeners today, Jeannie? Uh, no, this has been a wonderful opportunity. I really hope that the information that we shared today has been helpful for them. Um, I think that energy therapy, as I said, is part of the main, needs to be part of mainstream medicine. You know, as we move through, um, through our uh, transition from illness-based care to wellness-based care, we have to be, we as a consumer have to be aware of the kinds of things that are out there that can be helpful for us. So um, I just think it's a great, a great opportunity. Yes, yes, I agree. Okay, we're going to go to another quick break and uh, we'll finish up with Jeannie when we come back. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie with Transformational Healing. And our guest today is Jeannie Zuzel. 
Jeannie lives in Connecticut. For those listeners out there that are in her area, you could get to her quicker than you could me in Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Houston is a long way from Connecticut. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to teach a level one healing touch class here in Houston on June 15, 16. Would love to have any of our listeners come on out. Uh, you can email, uh, text, no, 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 don't use that. Healing Touch TX at AOL.com. And you can register for our class. Would love to have you. Would love to have you. Okay, today, just to reiterate what Jeannie has told us today is there is hope for the autism spectrum. It doesn't have to involve drugs and be an advocate for yourself. That's probably one of the most important things that she said to us today. And I heard her say, don't give up. Just keep on keeping on. And tell the insurance company how much money you're going to save them. And why? And you know, what's most important for the children, and I know that adults have autism spectrum also, but it's the children that I worry about, not worry about. It's the children I'm concerned about. And letting them fit in to the rest of the world. Mm. You know, letting them maneuver their way. I have a client, and I don't believe this goes into the autism spectrum at all, Jeannie, but maybe you could tell me. I have a a client, young client, um, who's got tumors in the brain and has had them since birth and... um, is not very high functioning. Mm. Well, I think that, you know, obviously we know that not, tumors are not necessarily part of this disorder at all. I think things can manifest them, you know, into what looks like uh, the autism spectrum. And, you know, having tumors, you know, and having tumors in someone's brain obviously is not a symptom, you know, of um, having autism, but you know it's one of those things that some of the the kinds of behaviors and things that happen are still the same. You know that's why when I'm when I'm looking at my clients that do have you know autistic tendencies or autistic behaviors, you know, I don't really look at the fact that there's a label. What I look at is okay, what's the behavior? Where is it coming from? What are the things that we can do to support and help this particular person to shift and change this behavior? Or what's the issue? For instance, you know, perhaps, you know, your, your client with the tumors is having some physical kinds of things that are not functioning well for them. How can you improve that? You know, the brain takes care of all kinds of things, so I would expect that, you know, there's some physiological things that are happening for this, poor, this particular child that are not necessarily balanced. And so, you know, energy therapy can address those pieces. If you really look at the type of symptom or the type of issue the person has and you address it in the physical body, it will 
shift and change and reflect in the emotional and spiritual bodies as well. So, you know, your particular client with the tumors, you know, um, looking at treating this particular person by, you know, addressing those tumors maybe on the etheric level and figuring out what needs to be done there. You know, what are the kinds of symptoms that this person's having? And that is how I look at, you know, my clients with the autism spectrum disorders as well. Many of the children I treat have Asperger's, and Asperger's um, and some of them are very highly functioning. So these are brilliant kids who you know, can solve an algebraic problem that I couldn't, would make my eyes turn, you know, cross-eyed, and yet these kids are just brilliant, yet they can't carry on a simple conversation. And so the work that we work with for them is, you know, multi, multifaceted where we work on, you know, the throat for speech, we work on their brain and the throat connection, work on balancing the body. So we really kind of look at what's the difficulty that's being presented and where does that fall in the um, line of the chakras and the field and the parts of the energy bodies that are responsible for that. I think the one thing that, you know, we really need to know about, Bonnie, when we're working with children and, and adults, especially that have psycho-emotional disorders, is they do have physical manifestations. So we really need a very strong um, anatomy and physiology, and we also need a very good understanding of the energy system. Correct. Correct. Thank you for that. So let's talk just a minute about uh, Asperger's. Okay. Because um, I have a grandchild that's been diagnosed with Asperger's, and he is very, very, very high-functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, socially, it's, it's getting better, but it's not quite there yet. Right. Well, children with Asperger's, first of all, it affects boys three times more than girls. And sometimes they have this tendency to become sort of obsessively interested in a single thing or a topic. So there might be one or two single things that he's fabulous at. And when he's doing that, he's not interested in anything else. Right. You know, that's one of those um, tendencies. And they also um, often learn about their, that, that pr- their preferred subject, and then they talk about it all the time. So, you know, say they like, um, you know, making tuna fish sandwiches. They would, you know, uh, tell you about it all the time. You know, every time you had a conversation, it would be about the tuna fish sandwich. Uh-huh. So sometimes that's a tendency as well. And that's what happens with the social skills because, you know, when you're having interaction with friends, friends don't want to hear about that tuna fish sandwich more than once. And Correct. So the kid, the kid is so excited about the fact that you know he's this particular topic, whatever it may be for them, you know, is so exciting, and they want to continue to tell you about it. Um, you know, it's funny. Some kids, it's books. Some kids, it's um, a history. Some kids, it's building things. But they get they get kind of stuck in that one place. And so, again, it's stuck. So figuring out for him, doing a, a pendulum assessment for him and say, okay, which chakra is stuck here? Correct. And, you know, and, okay. what, and how you can balance that out. But um, it's funny. You know, Asperger's is mild compared to many of the, many of the other um, autism spectrum disorders. And m- most times these kids have average intelligence set, and some also they have high, very highly intelligent. The thing with kids... With children with um, Asperger's, is the one thing that they're ha- at high risk for is anxiety and depression. 
So the two things that, that you can look at in terms of prevention or wellness for them is really looking at keeping them balanced and reducing their anxiety so that that doesn't happen for them. Great. Thank you for that bit of helpful information. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. So, um, and and there again, it's, um, we, we didn't say, we did say suffering, but it's anxiety producing in the people Absolutely. around them. Well, it's frustrating as a grandma not to be able to fix your, your grandson. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and the truth is you can't fix him. So, but what you can do is you can support his body and you can support him to have reduced anxiety, reduced depression, you know, and, and the ability to kind of slow things down a little bit and think through in, in, a, in a more careful way. All righty, Miss Jeannie, it's time to say goodbye, and and thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate it, and I wish you well, and uh, come see us. Thank you very much, and you do the same. <laughs> All righty, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.